Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I am Larry Lease. On today's episode, we're going to dive into the latest box office numbers from this past weekend and take a look at some of the headlines from around the industry. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor... Audible for sponsoring this episode. If you're a fan of audiobooks from any kind of genre, fiction, nonfiction, true crime, uh, historical fiction, you want to check out Audible today, head on over to audibletrial.com slash Larry21, and you can get a free audiobook of your choice and a free three-month trial at audibletrial.com slash Larry21. And without further ado, let's dive right in. Fast X is the 10th installment in the long-running and increasingly ludicrous action franchise is eyeing a top-place finish in its debut weekend at the domestic box office. Directed by Louis Letier, Fast X grossed $28 million on its first day of release, including $7.5 million from Thursday previews. This puts it on track to gross around $67 million in its opening weekend, which will be slightly under... F9, the Fast Saga's debut, a couple years ago. The ninth installment was released at a scarier time during the pandemic and grossed nearly $30 million on opening day and $70 million on its first weekend. This doesn't reflect too well on Fast X, which arrives in theaters on the heels of a major marketing campaign and has a franchise-high $340 million to recover. Of course, the behind-the-scenes stories that have emerged out of this series are often more dramatic than some of the soap opera twists and turns in the actual films. While the jury's still out, whether stars Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson have buried the hatchet on a feud that began on the sets of The Fate of the Furious, the Fast X production experienced its own set of problems when director Justin Lin dropped out just a week into filming. Letier, the French filmmaker behind the Transporter movies The Incredible Hulk and Clash of Titans, was quickly hired as his replacement. The movie that he has turned in hasn't been quite as warmly received as some of the franchise's earlier entries. Fast X currently sits at a rotten 54% score on Rotten Tomatoes, and it earned a so-so B-plus cinema score from opening day audiences. 
which is in line with F9's critical reception. Slipping into the number two spot after two weekends at number one, Disney's Guardian, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 added $8.3 million on its third Friday, taking its running domestic total to $243 million. Globally, the film has grossed more than $550 million, but it's still some way away from touching the first Guardians of the Galaxy's $333 million domestic and $770 million global hauls. In Guardian of the Galaxy's Volume 2, $380 million domestic and $863 million global gross. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 opened relatively low for a major Marvel movie, but bounced back in its second weekend with one of the best holds in the franchise history. Number 3 went to Universal's The Super Mario Brothers, which will finish this weekend in its seventh within touching distance of the $550 million mark domestically. The animated mega-hit is expected to add $9.5 million this weekend after a $2.2 million Friday. Book Club, the next chapter, took the fourth spot, adding $900,000 on its second Friday for a domestic haul of $11 million. As things stand, this might be the final chapter in the unlikely comedy drama series starring Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda, Candace Bergen, and Mary Steenburgen. The film has grossed less than $15 million worldwide so far, which pales in comparison to the first book club's $100 million plus global haul. Fifth place went to the horror hit Evil Dead Rise, which did $685,000 on Friday for a running total of $62 million. Fast X was expected to generate $280 million worldwide in its opening weekend, as it plays in 65 international territories, including China but it is now eyeing a $320 million finish, which should come as some much-needed relief for Universal. Let us know your thoughts on the movie releases this week. Were you surprised by the numbers? Let us know. Is there a movie you've seen doing better than it should be? And what do you think is the final total for Fast X? Let us know in the comments section below. Before we move on, don't forget to hit that bell notification button, subscribe to the channel to get even more content, and be notified of future videos. And now on to our next topic. The CW of Riverdale, Supernatural, and Arrowverse is no more. It's the end of an era for the CW as new ownership shifts programming focused away from original scripted series and the Arrowverse. In the 16 years since the CW launched as a broadcast channel, it has become known for its teen dramas like Riverdale, The Vampire Diaries, and One Tree Hill, as well as being the home of the DC Comics Arrowverse. For years, this channel has created dozens of original shows that not only paved the way for small screen superhero entertainment, but also uh, cultivated diverse talent and voices. However, thanks to the network's uh, new owners, Nextar Media Group, this is all about to change. Many of the network's original series, like The Flash, Riverdale, and Nancy Drew, are airing their final seasons this year, while others, like The Winchesters, Walker Independence, and Kung Fu, have already been canceled as the channel tries to shift its audience age demographic from 18 to 34 to the more traditional 18 to 49. The only shows that have been renewed for the 23-24 season thus far are Walker and All-American. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Instead of original scripted series, the CW will now focus on unscripted content. Series acquired from international and outside markets in LIV Golf. According to the CW's entertainment president, Brad Schwartz, that network's only goal is to build a strong brand and cultivate emotional attachment to the largest audience possible. This is almost iconic, given that Schwartz later says, we have to pick up shows if we think they can grow, be profitable, have great audience retention, and that we can market other shows too. When he was asked about the future of superhero programming on the CW, while Superman and Lois and Gotham Knights haven't technically been canceled yet, their future on the network doesn't look too promising. Schwartz went on to say that DC shows were the hallmarks of the CW for a long time. As we look forward and try to make this network bigger and profitable, frankly as much as we all love those shows and they had their time, they're not working on linear. Profit clearly seems to be the true goal of the CW's new leadership, but even so, abandoning the types of content the CW has become known for, both DC and otherwise, and starting almost entirely from scratch, seems like an odd choice. If they're truly wanting to cultivate emotional attachment in order to maintain and grow their audience, wouldn't it make more sense for them to keep more of the CW's current slate than bet on reality TV? A year-old AMC show and various Canadian series that most people in the U.S. likely won't recognize? Still, Schwartz stands behind this decision, that, saying that both the Canadian acquisition Sullivan's Crossing and the reality series F-Boy Island could be bigger than anything on the CW last year. Sure, Shit's Creek became a hit through acquisition, but it took time for the series to build the cult following it has now. Time that most studios don't seem want to give anymore. For those of us who have been around since the before the WB and UPN consolidated to become the CW in 06, it's disappointing to see the network diverge from the types of shows that it has become so well known for. The channel has had at least one DC show since Smallville began in 2001, and it is one of the few places that continue to invest in episodic teen shows into the streaming era. Teen shows on streamers like Netflix and HBO Max tend to be more serialized have fewer episodes, and are often canceled after one or more two seasons. Like the Gossip Girl reboot, I'm not okay with this, the society, and first kill. But if most teens and young adults are watching CW shows via streaming services rather than live on the broadcast channel as Schwartz suggests, it makes sense that the networks wouldn't want to spend money on more expensive series like DC Properties. However, that doesn't mean that they couldn't still invest in their other original shows, many of which have amplified queer and diverse voices. No matter what you think of the quality of CW shows, 
Changing what the channel offers so drastically feels like a huge mistake. It truly is the end of an era. And it's doubtful that any other channel or streaming service will be able to will be able to or willing to recreate the types of shows that the CW has become known for. Let us know your thoughts on the future of the CW. Are you in support of the shift from shows like the DC Universe, the Arrowverse, and other similar episodic dramas, or do you not like what they're doing? Let us know. And now on to our next topic. The former Star Wars actor Ray Stevenson passed away at the age of 58. Ray Stevenson, who has starred in movies like RRR and Punisher Warzone, has passed away at the age of 58. Stevenson's agent told THR that the actor died on Sunday, May 21st, four days prior to his 59th birthday. According to the Italian newspaper, the actor had been hospitalized on the island of Isha during the production of the movie Castanew on Isha. Stevenson will star in the upcoming Disney Plus Star Wars series Ahsoka, where he plays the role of one of the primary antagonists, the Dark Force user Balin Skull. Production on Casino had just begun, in which Stevenson would have, been, would have played an aging action movie star who goes to Italy to, re, to try to revitalize his career. The actor had played the role of Volstagg in the MCU's Thor movies, as well as the role of Frank Castle in 2008's Punisher Warzone. Another major role was that of Titus Polo in the HBO series Rome. While more recently, he played the villainous Governor Scott Buxton in RRR. The Cinema Gold Show sends condolences to Stevenson's family and friends at this time. But we'd like to ask you, leave us your memories of um, Stevenson in the comment section below. What were, you, what were some of your favorite um, characters of his that he portrayed? And let us know. And now on to our next topic. Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer is said to be his longest movie ever. The Oppenheimer runtime for Universal Pictures' newest biographical thriller drama has been teased by filmmaker Christopher Nolan. In a recent interview with Total Film, Nolan confirmed that the upcoming Cillian Murphy-led movie will have a much longer runtime than 2014's sci-fi drama Interstellar. The IMAX shot epic thriller thrusts audiences into the pulse-pounding paradox of the enigmatic man who must risk destroying the world in order to save it. Oppenheimer features a star-studded ensemble led by Cillian Murphy as Oppenheimer, who's known as the father of atomic uh, bomb. Joining him are Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Leslie um, Florence Pugh, Josh Hartnett, and uh, Michael Ingarano. The film is written and directed by Christopher Nolan, based on the Pulitzer Prize-winning book American Prometheus, The Triumph and Tragedy of J. Robert Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer will be distributed the, uh, theatrically worldwide by Universal Pictures. Nolan and Emma Thompson, Thomas are producing through their Syncopy banner, along with Atlas Entertainment's Charles Robin. Let us know your thoughts on Oppenheimer. Are you planning on seeing it? Does it look uh, interesting to you? Let us know. And before we go, as always, if you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Your support helps the channel grow, 
upgrade our equipment, bring in new hosts, be able to pay them, and hopefully take this show on the road one day. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.